Hello, and welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast, hosted by Enterprise Management Associates, an industry-leading IT analyst research firm that provides deep insights across the full spectrum of IT and data management technologies. The Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast will take a deep dive into the security topics that are top of mind for information security practitioners, IT professionals, and technology business leaders. Join security experts Chris Steffen, VP of Research at EMA, and Ken Buckler, Research Analyst at EMA, for some truly awesome topics. Chris and Ken, take it away. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Cybersecurity Awesomeness Podcast. I am your host. My name is Chris Steffen. Joining me is my friend and colleague, Mr. Ken Buckler. Today, we're going to talk about something that's been in the news quite a bit lately, the ever-increasing regulation of security, compliance controls, AI, whatever have you, and the impact that it's having on the average organization. Ken and I were chatting earlier about the changes that you're starting to see with regulations and things like AI and security and what kind of impact that's going to have in general. And so we started getting into a very heated conversation about the latest AI regulation, and, and Ken will summarize that here in a moment. But then 20 minutes after that conversation, we're like, we're totally stupid. That was just the podcast that we should have recorded. So now we're coming back and actually recording the conversation that we had before that we should have recorded to begin with. With that, um, I will hand it off to Ken. Ken, talk to me a little bit about some of the regulations that you're seeing Talk to me a little bit about the latest Biden administration directive on AI regulation and AI security, and we'll kind of take it from there. Sure. So, so before I, I step in the the minefield that is the AI trap, um, let's let's chat a little bit real quick about uh, what we're seeing as far as federal acquisitions as well as the European Union. Now, uh, European Union. I'll start with that. That one's very interesting. So. Because the EU has consistently been implementing more and more privacy regulations, Facebook and Instagram are now going to be offering users in Europe the option to pay for ad-free versions of their platform, um, and that's going to uh, allow them to comply with privacy regulations in the EU. Absolutely fascinating approach to, to comply with privacy regulations in my opinion. Yeah, I, and I can't possibly think of a social media platform making a lot of headway, taking and charging their users for the privilege of using their platform. So I don't know if they're doing this to meet that particular regulation. I don't know if they're doing this because they think it's going to generate income. I mean, again, at the end of the day, everything is about generating income. But the idea that they think that they're going to have some level of success or that it's going to meet those privacy regulation concerns is absolutely amazing to me to think that this is what it's come down to. Well, you know, I'll be honest. I pay for for Twitter blue. I'm sorry, not Twitter X x i play for i pay for for x now but that's because it it gives me more than just being an ad-free experience it actually gives me additional benefits and features so i i think that you know it, and, and i'm really probably a, a power user when it comes to that platform because i post a lot of cybersecurity content on there 
I think that might be a, a better way to approach it as not just a, oh, hey, we'll get rid of ads for this many dollars a month, but approach it as, okay, we'll get rid of ads and you'll get the, these features as well. That might be the better, better way to look at it. Yeah, that's fair. I believe that. I guess I really have problems believing, for example, yours truly, or even even my spouse is going to say, boy, I love Facebook so much. I'm going to take and and it wasn't a it wasn't a token amount either. It was like eight nine bucks. I'm going to segue for a second and say, I wonder if they came up with that number because that's how much they generate per average user based on ad revenue that they get for that particular user. If that's the case, that number is staggering. Yep. Well, okay. So I suspect it's probably slightly inflated. So I would suspect it's probably at about a hundred and twenty-five percent, a hundred and fifty percent. I was going to say it's even. I was going to say that it's even double that, right? Let, let's say that it's even, you know, two hundred percent of what an, a, a user is worth. Then you start calculating how many users there are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever have you. Those numbers are incredible. Okay, I mean, so. If you take some of those numbers at face value, that means that each user on Facebook is generating meta something on the order of five to seven dollars per user per month. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, and also you got to think about too is so the way that the the ads work on on any website is that the the publisher gets paid so many cents per ad and it's usually a fraction of a penny they, they get paid per ad but how many ads do you see when you're logged into facebook or twitter or, or instagram or whatever you see a lot of ads while you're in there so they're getting paid for every single one of these ads it's it's a it's a great compound effect so let i think we probably should probably move on though because i don't want to devote the entire podcast to this no um, i know i i guess i <laughs> it isn't that it isn't just fascinating to me just when you start talking about some of those dynamics but the regulations that you're starting to see are in, in how companies are trying to alleviate or address some of those concerns we're in a, a, a new frontier in the the realm of security and compliance yeah. and, and governance and it's one that I think deserves people's attention. The other one that I wanted to chat about specifically is that the Biden administration basically released, and I mentioned this before, released information that said that if you are training your generative AI model, that you are going to be required by the government to share your training of that instance so that the government can understand how you're training it and so on and so forth. I understand why they're doing it. They, they have security or their idea of security top of mind. But you start talking about intellectual property considerations that I don't think anybody's really fully understood what that really means yet. And so I know that we're trying to react and try to do things accordingly, but that's brand new. That's something that people don't really understand how that impact is really going to go. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at the, the release on this now and you know, on one hand, I, I'm, you know, it's it's not a bad idea. Some of it, like, for example, must share the results with the federal government of all red team safety tests. Okay, I'm, I guess I'm okay with sharing the safety test results. That's cool. But then I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat for a second here because this part of the, the executive order just terrifies me. All right. And it says here, 
The Department of Energy and Homeland Security will also address AI systems threats to critical infrastructure as well as chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear, and cybersecurity risks. Never did I ever think I would ever read the statement like that on this podcast. Well, yeah, well, me either, right? And the idea that those organizations are going to delve into my intellectual property and gronk whatever they decide that they want from that investigation. I'm not going to go so far to say that there's government overreach and so on and so forth. There is, and, and I'm concerned about that. But at the same time, holy man, I mean, the idea that the government's going to look into that is one thing. The idea that the government has the resources to actually make sense of it is another thing entirely, which that could be a whole podcast in and of itself. And third, the idea that my intellectual property is then going to become a matter of some kind of public record. I mean, wow. I mean, just amazing kind of shift in how we look at things from a security and governance perspective for from the government side. Yeah, I, And I'm not going to lie here. I thought that at first I thought I accidentally visited a satire site when I read that part. And I'm like, okay, where's the joke about Skynet? I didn't find one. I'm actually on whitehouse.gov reading it. But, you know, it, it, it's really interesting, you know, because there's a lot of stuff in here about, you know, using AI to engineer dangerous biological materials and, and actual genuine concern about that. Now, there's other good stuff in here, too, like AI enabled fraud and deception by establishing standards and best practices for detecting AI generated content and authenticating official content. Okay. That I kind of understand. All right. They, they want to try to, to be able to detect the, the AI generated uh, fake news. But at the same time, I'm, you know, I think that also becomes a little bit of overreach as well, because now you're, you're stepping into the area of, well, you know, who, are they going to actually then censor that AI-generated content? Should they censor that AI-generated content? I say no. Yeah, it starts to get very, very weird about how you can take and evaluate some of these things. And I'm not going to take and make any of the decisions. The purpose of having this conversation at all is to make people aware that these conversations are going on. Feel free to look this stuff up yourself. The AI announcement came out in the last, you know, in the last few days. Uh, if you're looking at this podcast, some of this other stuff on Facebook came out in, you know, earlier in the week. These are developing stories. I don't think that we've, we're done talking about them. And I think we've covered enough about that. I'm going to leave with one last thing only because Ken didn't want to talk about it, but our friends at Solar Winds were nominated as one of the security companies of the year after the major security breach of last year. I'll let that sink in. Feel free to read about it. Understand, too, that it is not a joke. It really is a real thing. Uh, Dr. Chase Cunningham pointed me to it, and he has a very dry sense of humor. I thought he was sharing a joke on Halloween about these awards, and it really was the case. Again, feel free to look it up. Follow Chase, too. He's outstanding. But with that, I think we'll leave it. And uh, I hope that you have enjoyed this kind of all over the place podcast. If you have topics or questions about what we talked about today, feel free to ping Ken or I, and we look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks. Thanks, Chris and Ken, for all your great insights on today's topic. Make your next podcast awesome when you work with EMA security experts Chris Steffen or Ken Buckler. Educate your prospects, differentiate your solution, and add the credibility of a third-party expert to your message. Visit cybersecurityawesomeness.com to listen to past episodes.